Thursday the 28th. Got four sports to look at here. The uh, college and pro football, NBA, and NHL. Going to get right into it. In the NFL, which is the most common popular game to bet, I've got a game that I look at as a 30-20 to 20 Arizona victory. I do not feel comfortable. Though, and again, the, the, the total, obviously, 30-20 doesn't have any value. Now, the value could possibly be to take Arizona minus the points, and you can win by a touchdown and win the game because Arizona is favored by 6.5. Seems fishy to me. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into this whole, hey, don't underrate Aaron Rodgers. He can backdoor cover all this kind of stuff. The fact is he could backdoor cover. It could be up 30 to 20, and he gets a touchdown junk at the end, 30 to 27. You know, you don't know. I don't feel comfortable with it, but I do feel comfortable with a same game parlay. I've had a lot of luck with these. It's very profitable for the year so far. Going to take Arizona on the money line and under 58 and a half. Now, you can do teasers on this too. Uh, the same game parlay actually pays a little better. The teaser, if you're lucky enough to find a book with minus 110, not too bad. Minus 120 is doable. But then you'd be at, uh, I'm going to take under 58 and a half in Arizona money line. So if you did the six six point parlay, you'd be at, if you found a book at 51, it's 15 and a half to 51. You could be under 57 in um, Green Bay, I guess Arizona by a half point. So that's the same. The money line and the half point are exactly the same. There's no half points. Uh, but certainly that point and a half in the total could come back to bite you. But I'm getting this. If you actually, I found a book under 57 and a half and Arizona money line at even money plus 100. Another one at 58 and a half and money line for minus 114. And there's other options out there too. Uh, I took the 58 and a half. I just feel like, you know, 114 is close enough to standard juice. And for some reason, I just feel like, hey, what about one of those junk touchdowns at the end? You were at 51, and touchdown puts it at 58. I just, you know what? I feel comfortable about the win. I'm not too worried about the juice on this. I just want that extra little insurance there. It doesn't mean it's going to win. It could be Arizona could explode, and it could be a shootout. Everyone's expecting lower because of the fact that Green Bay has got injuries and potentially even uh, Arizona receiver Hopkins is potentially slowed. You know, you expect you should expect more running. You should expect a lower game. Those are what you should expect. It doesn't mean that's what you're going to get. But yeah, I lean to the under, and I lean to Arizona, but not enough to bet separately. So I'm betting them the same game partly, and I feel good about it. Then we're going to move on to college. I like the one game only. I like Troy visiting Coastal Carolina. I like Coastal Carolina minus 17 points. You can get it 16 and a half at one book out there, and 17 and a half at several books. 17 is fine. You know, take the 16, obviously, but I'm just saying I'm going to record it at 17. Um, and over 49 and a half, that's available at one book. And there's 50 and 50 and a half out there. So taking the over the points and taking Coastal Carolina minus the points in the spread. I have this game probably 37 to 17, Coastal Carolina. Now, now you know, I'm using... Mean, medians, and modes, right? Okay, and so your simple stat terms, a lot more that goes into figuring out the numbers. I mean, it's not someone just saying, hey, here's your potential options. What, what's, you know, figure out what these scores should be. You have to put numbers into that and come up with models. But it looks, you know, 37-17, possibly 34-17. But there's other things that go into handicapping these games. 
And some of that's the eye test. Some of that's a situational test. You know, technical, fundamental, etc. So I like Coastal Carolina also. By the way, I'm taking this bet. I'm taking Coastal Carolina over 33 and a half points by themselves. By themselves. That's you can call it a prop bet because that's what it is, but it's somewhat of a standard bet in that it's a game total. It just happens to be for one team over 33 and a half. Now the, the situational test here, Coastal Carolina just went into Appalachian State, all cocky, thinking they're going to win the game, going to have an undefeated season. Well, their dreams got trashed because Appalachian State won, you know, a field goal at the end by three points. Well, boo-hoo, I guess, right? You shouldn't have come in so cocky. Well, guess what? These young kids, whether they got an ass-chewing or they got a, you know, come to Jesus as they see meeting, they're going to be focused and they're going to be mad and they're going to destroy Troy. So while the numbers say 17 to 20 points, and Vegas says 17 points, so 16 to 17 and a half, it could be 24 to 30 points pretty easily. It really could. The, the situational test tells you to take Coastal Carolina. The numbers are already there, not by a huge margin, but they're there. But it does tell you to take Coastal Carolina. And then, you know, if Coastal Carolina does blow up that 33.5 all on their own, it's going to be hard to get under 49.5, so that's why I'm taking the over there. I do look at Troy at 17 points with uh, 13 to 20 on the outside margins, but 17 would be the most likely outcome for them. So, you know, obviously 33 gets you over 50. I need 34 for my side bet, uh, and that covers it. Um, but really, if I'm thinking Coastal Carolina could win by as much as 30, and they could, it's, it's you know, it's going to be hard not to not go over the total. So that's it for college football. Now we move into NBA, taking Atlanta minus two and a half to beat Washington, minus two and a half on Atlanta. And NHL got four plays, taking Carolina on the money line at home against Boston taking San Jose on the money line at home against Montreal, taking Buffalo on the money line as a slight dog on the road at Anaheim, and taking that same game, Buffalo and Anaheim under 5.5. I have a lean on Pittsburgh. I just don't feel comfortable with it. I'm going to watch that live. The flow of the game, even if it's tied, but if the flow of the game seems like Pittsburgh's getting a lot of shots on goal, I'll take Pittsburgh. And certainly if Pittsburgh falls behind, I'm going to look strongly at taking a puck line plus 1.5. On that, um, now I'm doing well on hockey props, and I, and I hate to say that because yesterday was a bad day. And obviously, if you played these games, you know that didn't have the greatest day. Uh, so it kind of seems, hey, great, you're going to tell us about your great hockey props. Why didn't you let us play those? I went seven and zero on hockey props. I have mentioned I'm not going to mention props a lot in the podcast. Um, I don't want to be homer picks on anything with the same guys that I'm following. Um, but hockey is the the least bet sport of the four main sports that I look at, which is hockey, basketball, football, baseball. And there are six leagues because you had college basketball and college football. So six markets, I should say, six betting markets. But I also, you know, you also have betting markets, you want to, if you will, on the exotics, which is called, you know, the props. So anyway, out of those six betting markets, NHL is the least bet of the six. You know, baseball sometimes could be in that argument, but really there's, because of the 
handle the amount of games and baseball does more per game. Yeah, arguable on that, just, just case by case basis. But anyway, NHL the weakest market, but props obviously are weaker yet because most of that money is still coming on the side, and then there's less money on the total, and then even less on the props. But they're also the softest lines. The sharpest lines are NFL, right? The market corrects errors because there's such a large betting handle. And the books are the sharpest on those because they need to be. They need to spend the most time on that. And there's less things to look at. You just look at these teams. So they're going to be the sharpest lines, hardest to beat. Doing well in the NFL this year, but they're still the hardest to beat. Uh, NHL going to be the softer lines, and then the props softer yet. And that's proven to be the case. But, you know, I haven't bet props in NHL for years and years. I don't feel comfortable putting things out there necessarily that I don't have a history on. But I've t said in the podcast, you know, watch watch some of these props. There's going to be some money to be made. And um, kind of let, you know, let you do your own things. And obviously you're doing it anyway. But uh, as far as my advice goes, keep a strong eye on hockey props. And I'm going to try to put some out there. Out of these seven props, plus 188, plus 220, plus 125, minus 130, minus 120, minus 110, minus 105. All of them came in. Unbelievable. It was all the same game, by the way. Uh, there is a there's a few folks from the sports books listening in on this. I know that. Um, hey, come on and sponsor the show if you want. But... Uh, don't want to throw too much out right now, um, but uh, I did mention before some of these players to look for, look at, <clears throat> and um, I guess I sh because I'm I don't want to sound like I'm uh, hey seven and zero oh, yeah well guess what I had I have a story on the opposite side exactly the same opposite exactly the opposite side and it happened yesterday as well so you get lucky sometimes and you get unlucky sometimes. So I had a prop, a, a uh, <clears throat> promotional offer, a decent size bet, but <clears throat> the you know the parameters of it kind of cut to the chase. I had four NBA legs of this part of a parlay, which if it had come in would have been a nice payout. <clears throat> now I wanted to win these, but you still had to have certain parameters met. So I took money line bets on four favorite NBA teams. Now, if you were to bet against the spread on an NBA game, plus or minus the points, and if you figured you had no advantage whatsoever, but four legs, you have a 50% chance or one in two of the, of losing. Because This is the bad story, right? I'm going to tell you I lost all four. Let me tell you how ridiculous that is. So you know, so you don't have to feel, you know, left out because I left you out of this one too. But... <clears throat> Chances of losing two games against the spread are one and four, one and eight for three, one and sixteen for four. That's against the spread. One and sixteen chance, six and a quarter percent chance. Now, if you take them on the money line and you're taking favorites, now the, the average on the books, the, the books had these, the average of these teams was minus 400, which means a one in five chance of losing. One in five chance of losing. So, what's the chance of losing two? teams at one and five. That's one in 25. How about three? One in 125. How about four? One in 625. One in 625. I lost all four. One in 625. But it gets worse. In my mind, now I, I felt that these had better odds because two of the picks were 
games I lost. Milwaukee, minus six and a half, and Phoenix, minus eight. Those were high, higher percent uh, money line than the books had them, okay? But let me give you some, some facts so I don't have to talk about what my numbers were because obviously I was wrong in those anyway. I lost the Milwaukee and the Phoenix games. I looked at a site to kind of double-check my work that gives you a percentage of what they think the winners of these games will be. That's what they give you. That, there's not much else. I don't know if they – maybe they offer more to subscribers. I look at the just what they give out there to the public because I want to see just what their computers said. All right, well, here's what the computers said. Milwaukee, 90% chance of winning. They had Phoenix at 85% chance of winning. They had a Clippers game. This is, again, I didn't play this on the podcast. I played it in this parlay. Clippers, 90% chance of winning. And the Lakers, 76% chance of winning. Now, I liked all those games. Those were my picks. When I confirmed with this site, that's what their percentages were. Well, let me just tell you, if you were to use the percentages that this site was giving, this is what this computer site was giving. So 10% chance, so 0.1. If you want to do decimals or fractions, you can do one-tenth times one-tenth, or 0.1 times 0.1. That's the 290s. Now add a 0.15 in, or 15 out of 100, for the 85% chance. And then the Lakers at 76, you know, it's about one quarter. You could add 0.24 times your multiplication. But if you, the, if you do the decimals, the chance of losing all four of those, 0. 0.00. Zero zero three six, yeah, <laughs> and I lost all four. So again, randomly just taking, randomly just taking these things, these picks. That's what the odds were for them to lose, and they lost. Or if you want to do it in fractions, you're what one in ten times one in ten, one in a hundred times fifteen and times a hundred, so fifteen times ten thousand. Then 24 over 100, so 360 out of 100. Yeah, yeah, 360 out of 100,000, which is what 0.00036 is. So that's ridiculous. Yet I, I lost all those. So there is good and bad that sometimes I don't get included in these podcasts. But anyway, so yeah, um, look at hockey props. There's a hell of a lot of money to be made there. And until the books can catch up, and, and really they can't necessarily catch up, unless we play the same thing every time. So just be careful of that. There has been some limiting. I did get some limits on one book. Um, and I'm not even betting that much there. Just They're getting beat by people, and they're, they're cutting you off quick, I guess. Apparently, something like that's happening. I don't know. I mean, these weren't small bets, but they're smaller than the average bets. But the thing is, in these hockey props, they all looked great to me. These The... the the plus 180 and the 88 and the plus 220, they had, in my mind, 80% chance of coming in, and they did. And yeah, they were underdogs, and I thought they had 80% chance of coming in, and they did. And then the other ones, they're all well over 50%. Every one of the props was well over 50%, and they came in. So uh, enough of that. Um just recapping real quick again. So Atlanta minus two and a half in the NBA in hockey. San Jose, Buffalo, and Carolina on money line. Those are separate bets, not parlays. And then Buffalo and Anaheim under the total. A lean on Pittsburgh. Look at that live if you wish or just ignore it. 
And college football, Coastal Carolina minus 16 and a half and over 49 and a half. And then in pro football, a same game parlay, Arizona to win by any amount and under 58 and a half. Very solid play on that. Good luck.